0: What is going on, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Power of Progression. You're about to hear the intro in a second, but I just want to drop in here and let you guys know this is from a podcast um, I was interviewed on this past week. I think there's a lot of value in here, uh, a lot of things that we've been over before, uh, but but he asked some, some good questions, and I think it's just a good podcast for you to listen to and take some notes and have it flipped around instead of me just talking, somebody asking me questions. So this is from the Overnight Success Podcast. Hopefully you enjoy it take away some gold nuggets, and truly, truly take this podcast and implement to change your life. Enjoy. Let's go. What is going on and welcome to the Power of Progression podcast. I'm your host, John Marone. Thank you very much for joining us on today's episode. And please do not forget to like, subscribe, follow the podcast. Write a review and then share it out to anybody who can take the value from today's episode and put it into their life. But now it is time to help you design the life you've always wanted to live, creating the ultimate version of yourself, and jump into the episode. So let's get it popping.
1: John is the founder of John Marone Growth expert, uh, transformational coach, transformational speaker, and really just providing actionable tools, strategies to high performers in order to really allow them to reach goals in the next step, whether that's in their business or in their life. Um, he's also the host of the Power of Progression podcast. John, really appreciate your time. I really appreciate you being on here, man.
0: Absolutely, man. I appreciate the uh, opportunity to add some value to your, your network and your audience, and, and hopefully the message resonates and we could change some lives.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, the story is definitely going to resonate. And, you know, again, the podcast really all being about encompassing this notion and idea that, um, you know, the top guys, the elite guys, like this whole game was never overnight for anybody. Um, And, you know, your message, your story, I mean, again, you can explain it for them. But so take these guys back. um, Because I know You've been through a lot, especially in those early, early years. I mean, from childhood to, to even early teenage years, I, I know those were probably the most difficult. So if you could, I mean, fill these guys in on what childhood looked like for you, um, you know, starting off.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to say, I love what you said. It's not an overnight success, right? So I love talking about the story behind the glory. And you always say, you know, I'm a 10-year a overnight success story. Uh, so Yo, growing up, man, I grew up in New Jersey, and as growing up, I had parents that loved me, but unfortunately, they made bad decisions, and, and they were addicts, right? And, and because of that, we never knew what to expect, right? I mean, there was, there was the, the rich on Friday and, and broke on Monday mentality, and because of those things and the bad decisions they made, I thought to myself in that moment of like, okay, if we make more money, we can get out of this mess, and I didn't know it was way deeper than that. Unfortunately, I inherited a lot of certain beliefs and certain thoughts. And I started getting into drugs at a young age. I was probably around 12 or 13. I started getting into drugs, selling drugs. And then I remember trying to find my way, right? Like trying to figure out who am I and how can I be accepted? So I hung out with the jocks, I hung out with the musicians, I hung out with everybody you could think of, trying to fit in. And finally, I fit into everybody's mold when I became the fighter. The guy who always had parties, the, 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 the guy who always had drugs. And so therefore, I was able to fit in everywhere. And I took that label. And as a human, we follow through with who we believe we are most. So I thought, that's who I am. This is just me. It's what I grew up knowing. And because of that mentality, I made a lot of bad decisions and became an addict to those bad decisions. An addiction to self-sabotage, self-destruction, and and in me couch hopping and living in my car, then ultimately in jail. When I got out of jail, I was living in a motel. met my now wife on, on MySpace. She, everybody remembers MySpace out there. And, you know, when I met her, I, I, you know, I was still trying to self-sabotage, man. Even after jail, I put myself into an environment that I just wanted to go back to the self-destruction mode, right? Addiction kicked right in. And so she showed me what it was like to love and, and really – could could really just show me a different way of living well you fast forward several years i'm doing better mark i mean i'm 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 making more money i'm progressing a little bit um but it wasn't a big change and then it all changed october 28th 2012 and it was when hurricane sandy paid the jersey shore a visit um and and obviously other places and we lived on a barrier islands so we're surrounded by water And I grabbed my parents from the number hotel and we're sitting in our house. Now get this Mark. We lived in our car. We lived in apartments. We finally got our first house. We rented it, but it's a nice little house. So we were excited. We got October 1st. And so October 28th, Hurricane Sandy pays us a visit and we're sitting there in my room. We're playing Monopoly. And I heard the trickle and sound of water in our house. And I looked and there it was a stream of water. I got up, opened the door and, Four to five feet of water of just roaring rapids. Boats flipped upside down. Cars underwater. Docks smashing into the houses. And so immediately we rushed and tried to put the furniture up. And next thing you know, within minutes, the, the water crushed through the foundation and started rising rung by rung into the house. And so we jumped up into the, the attic and We hit that ladder down. And all of a sudden, as the water is rising, you hear thump, thump. And this tree is is hitting the roof and the water's rising. And I looked back at my family and they're cold. I'm cold. I had this fear that I've never had before, this fear of dying. And I said something I never said in the context. And that was, what kind of impact have I made? Right? Like, what kind of impact have I made? I said I was going like, to do something great with my life. And I always came up with an excuse not to do it, came up with what I thought was valid excuses. And I said, if I get down here and we could actually get away from this hurricane, we live. We will create impact first, income second for my family. Impact first, income second. Long story short, got ourselves rescued. Whole story behind that. But we're sitting there in the shelter. And I have my wife's white fuzzy snowflake pajama pants on. I have my softball cleats on and a raggedy T-shirt. It's all we had, right? We had six feet of water in the house. And I said, I said I was going to make a change, but I don't know how. And there it was, man. Saying I don't know what I don't know and dropping my ego was my biggest opportunity to grow. And for the last 11 years or so, I've dedicated myself to changing my life, impacting my life, changing, changing the legacy of the last name, Marone, and investing in, in people and, and conferences and creating this ultimate version of myself. Therefore, now able to give it back to thousands and tens of thousands of people, whether it's on stages as keynotes or my coaching company, but most importantly, um, I had to make the change for myself first before I made an impact in anybody else's life.
1: Yeah. That's uh that's big stuff. And like, not to say, you know, <clears throat> October 28th is clearly a day that you have in your head detail by detail. Like it's never going to be forgotten. It's funny. I share October 28th as well. That's uh that's me and my wife's wedding, um, our anniversary. So that's kind of cool. So it's a day I'll never forget, but like, not to say that that's your aha moment, um, but clearly it was pivotal. Yes, You have a, a feeling and a belief that as entrepreneurs, there is this journey when we're all on, eventually someone's gonna have that light bulb day that kind of places them in a new trajectory.
0: Yeah, you know, it took me almost dying to find it, right? And, and, and that's a shame because I know a lot of people... They hit rock bottom and they never came back up. So what I call them, Mark, I call them quake moments. Right, like that, that rattle, that shake. It wasn't that 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 was the the pivotal point there. And I look back, even before that, I had these little changes, these little changes. Um, And through our journey as entrepreneurs and a journey into being the better version of us and better version of our business, we have these these quake moments. But. You have to be willing to receive it. And I think that's the thing. For many years, I had these quake moments, and I just was not ready to receive it. I was not aware of it. Uh, There's opportunities for me to wake up and change, and I just didn't. I didn't get out of my own way. And so, yeah, 100%. Let me tell you something. It wasn't like I got out of that shelter and, boom, I was cured. I was better. Dave, no man, on, it- Superman. No, I wasn't yeah. Superman, you know, no matter how much I wish I was in that moment. Right. Um, you know, it took at least a year to even really get a teeny bit of traction. And that's where people fail. They're like, had this aha moment and they think it's going to change overnight. Right. And it's not like that, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's taking that change, that, that, that quake moment and using that as power to understand this is a process. This is a process and you must be one with that process. You got to fall in love with it. Um, and and that's what I had to do. I had to fall in love with the fall with the new process to create the new life I was trying to create. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm glad that you, uh, I'm glad you touched on that too, because like you've touched on a lot of things already. I mean, ego for one, that's a big thing that I don't think enough people really talk about. Um, but like, even with my own experiences, you know, being in merchant sales, um, for six years, like the first four years, it was doing the work because i was trying to please others and it's at that point i remember it to this day um i was literally out canvassing on a sidewalk and i lifted my head up and i was like dude where who are you where are you you spent the last four years trying to build something for somebody else and like are you even happy because let me tell you something i for one never even trusted the journey like it was all about let me just get to the destination as fast as i can And I think that that's something that we all do that. Unfortunately um, it's going to catch up to you, but like to bring it all back, how do you, with your teachings and, you know, really your experiences, like how do you allow somebody or help somebody become aware and really do drop this ego
0: and get out of your own way? Great question, man. And, and, here's the thing. First off, there's a difference between ego and pride. I, would do, I want everybody to be super prideful and have a teeny bit of ego, right? Like there's this little teeny, teeny ego, what I call it, like the chip on your shoulder that you should be looking at sometimes. But I'm from Jersey. I'm Italian. Like it is a combination for me to have a high ego and stubborn. And when I realized that ego deafens the pain of stupidity, I had to make the change deafens the pain. And so how do we get out of that? Well, the first thing to do is, is figure out who do we inherit it from? Because most of our beliefs, most of our baggage that we walk around with that's weighing us down isn't even our baggage. It's not even ours. It's other people's that they've given to us now, not maliciously, because they inherited that. Then their parents inherited it. And so I inherited this, this ego personality, this tough exterior And whoever I inherited from, whatever the case was, I had to go back there, right, and figure out, okay, whose belief is this? And then once I realized whose belief it was, it wasn't even mine, I asked myself, what value does it hold in my life, and does it align with my vision, right? Because we got to make sure our thoughts, our beliefs, and our actions in our environment align with where we say we want to go. And if you have a true understanding that ego is not going to help you grow, Then we have to let it go. And the only way for that to happen, figure out, is it truly my belief? And if it is or if it isn't, let's unpack that. And then let's walk around understanding that all ego is, is is it's something that you're trying to prove, right? All ego is is that you're trying to prove and trying to do something so people look at you a different way. And then ego to me is a mask. It's a mask that we have to wear to be tough have to wear to be a certain way and you can't truly be authentic if you keep wearing these masks so we got to go back whose belief did you inherit okay why did you now let's unpack and see if it aligns with where you want to go and if it doesn't it's daily work it's daily work it's brick by brick seeing where it comes into our life because here's the thing mark ego and every all these other limited beliefs you're never going to get fully rid of them you're not going to fully get rid of these things people are on this journey and There's coaches out there that are like, we're going to help you get rid of all your limited beliefs. No, you're not. It's it's impossible, right? I know guys that are making billions of dollars a year who still have these limited beliefs from their childhood that still creep up. The difference? The difference is what you do when you have that limited belief, when you see that ego. How do you respond to it? What you do with it is different than what you used to do with it. That's when you start making the change. Not completely getting rid of it. Believe me, it'll start to, to... Uh, Lessen itself and not come into your life as much. But when it does, what does Mark do with it? What does he do with it? Does he look at it, see it, and trigger him into an empowering habit? Does it trigger him to an empowering action, or does he breathe life into that ego? That's up to you. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's one big thing um, because it's not sexy. Like, and, and it's not simple either. Like doing the work, it's not sexy, and it's really it's a hard process. Like from the ages of two to seven. Exactly. We were just taught this is what it is from our parents, and and to get that and erase that from your your head every single day, and to be aware of that every single day. It is very tough, and like the big thing I'm doing right now is not just that daily work, but now my kid, you know, uh, my son, he just turned six months. It's like at some point. I'm gonna be that byproduct. So dude, I better be really aware of what I'm doing around him all the time. Um, So I'm glad that you touched on all of that because it is, it's it's not anybody's fault, but you know, the circumstances that we were raised in and it's just being aware of that and, and allowing that to just be a little bit less talkative. Like we talk a lot to ourselves, like just quiet that chatter a little bit. It'll do everybody a little bit better,
0: you know? Um, something I want to touch on real quick, Mark, because this is something that changed my life, and I feel like I just I, I need to say it. So really a huge, big big, big difference in my life is when I had my daughter, right? We're told we couldn't have kids for seven-plus years. We manifested this beautiful angel into our lives that sometimes doesn't feel like an angel because she's a sour patch kid. <laughs> which we're going to figure that out soon, yeah. um, but she is seriously the best. But what I do, and, and I've really done this the last two years, I've really – Really implement this in my life. So anybody listening that has kids, and you you don't have kids, think about when you do have kids. So Mark's like, hey, you know, I think about my son all the time, you know, when I'm I'm doing stuff, and hey, when he turns two to seven. So whether he's six months or he's 16, this is what I want you to think. Every decision you make, think about your little boy, your little girl standing next to you looking up at you. And either it's going to be daddy, mommy, I'm so proud you made that decision to work out and keep your promise to make those dials, daddy, mommy, thank you so much. Or he or she could look at you and say, okay, so it's okay to breathe into an excuse. It's okay to, to quit. Okay. Okay. So every decision I make, I envision my daughter next to me because I want her to see me in excellence. And I need to practice that. She's there, watch me every single moment, even if she's in another room. So that when I do show up for her, it's become a habit. Versus me just trying to show up for her when she's around. So anybody with kids, every action you take, imagine your little one next to you looking at you. Would you make a different decision then?
1: Yeah, yeah. That is extremely powerful because, like, I mean, that's not the – I guess it might be the first time I've actually really taken that in uh, since he's been born. You know, another big thing that I tell guys all the time, it's like, you have decisions you obviously know you need to make. And it's as simple when we're in business, it really just comes down to checking boxes every day. Like you're either doing it or you don't. And if you choose not to check the box, your mom, your wife, you know, your son, your daughter, like they don't care. Right. It's like, you know, you still got to feed them, you know, like you're either going to do the work or you're not. And either way, no one cares. It all falls on you. Um, so I dig that. I love that, that, that thing that you're talking about and just putting it really into perspective for everybody. And when it comes to shedding stuff, um, I did just want to stay on this because, okay, so we're lowering ego. We're maybe becoming more aware. And, you know, I loved when you talk about getting rid of the firefighters in your life. Um, And I really wanted you to just jam on that for a little bit because there does come a point when, you know, there are crabs in the bucket and you just got to walk away. Uh, So could you touch on that for a little bit?
0: Yeah, man. And this is such, I'm so grateful you gave me the opportunity to talk on this because there, there are firefighters. So you guys can listen to this podcast. You guys might go to a conference and you come home and you're like, let's go. Like, I'm ready to change. I'm ready to make a difference. Ready to make more money, make more impact, whatever it might be. Then there will be these firefighters that come and shh, spray all over you with all their insecurities, with all their doubts, and that fire slowly starts to go out in you, and you go back to your day in and day out life. And what you have to realize is that these firefighters are spraying water of negativity has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with their insecurities and what they inherited, right? And so first things first is realize that that fire cannot be put out by these negative firefighters. And there's people around you that you think love you and they do love you, but they're there to try to keep you quote unquote safe. And they don't want you to outgrow them because they're scared. For whatever reason, they're scared for it. So they will do whatever they can subconsciously without even realizing it to keep you contained, to keep you comfortable, which is not a good thing, to put that fire so you don't outgrow them. And so there's going to be a point in time where these loved ones, friends, family, distance is going to have to happen for you to grow. It's going to have to happen so that when these firefighters come with their, with their hoses to spray that negativity all over you, they cannot reach you. Success creates distance. The problem most people have is that They've all had these moments where like they're ready to go and they've been spewed like all this negativity or all these doubts have been put into their mind or, or into their awareness from the people that love them the most and they never get to the next level. And so these firefighters are huge, but I always talk about dream killers too, right? Like I always think about everybody telling me, man, my, my father's a dream killer. He always says, you know, just go get a corporate job, right? Oh, this person is a dream killer. My boss is a dream killer. You are the biggest dream killer that you know. You are. And and, and what I mean by that is that these people, yeah, they have opinions, but you are the person that can either accept those opinions as if they were true or understand that that opinion has nothing to do with you. And that opinion is not true unless you allow it to be. Same thing with these firefighters. They're going to spit self-doubt. Man, you know how many times people have told me, man, there's no way you can speak on stages for that many people. You barely graduated high school. There's no way you can go ahead and create the success that you have. Look where you come from. And do you know most of the time that those people were nowhere near as effective in making me feel that way as much as I was? As much as I was because I had a little thought about that, and they said it. I believed it, and so it must be true. And so these firefighters that are out there realize they will be there and realize that dream killers are out there, but you're the biggest dream killer that you have. So the first thing to do is disconnect from the reality of like you are the reason you're going to succeed or fail. These firefighters will spew negativity on you. They're going to judge you. They're going to hate you no matter what. There will be haters no matter what people will judge you no matter what, no matter what level you're at, but it's up to you to either, live in their opinions or live on your terms Mm -hmm. way to do that is, is make the connection with yourself. The most impactful conversation you could have Mark is the one with yourself on a daily basis. You talked about it. A lot of chatter in our mind, right? On a daily basis, 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. So let's talk about how we can create a better conversation and a better dialogue between my subconscious and my conscious mind, right? And how we can then have a better conversation with ourselves because this will dictate the conversations we have with everybody else. So be aware of the firefighters, create distance from those people that are trying to bring you down, and then stop being your own dream killer because it starts and ends with you. Life is what you make of it, not what everybody else makes of it. Life is seriously what you make of it. starts and ends with you every day of the week. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, a common theme
1: That I really hope you guys um just start like being I don't even know if aware, just start accepting more. That's a a better word. The common theme that you guys need to start accepting more is exactly what John has touched on. It's exactly what a lot of guys out there uh in recent episodes have touched on, and just the top guys, period. Like you are the source, okay? Mm -hmm. Like you're the generator, okay? It's not this hokey pokey like. Positive thinking and and self talk, like, yeah, you know, there's action that needs to be made. But why do you think the most successful guys operate in the same fashion? If you just study them all, it's exactly what John's saying. They talk to themselves in a way that is respectable, and they know their thoughts become their actions, become their things. They're the source, they can manifest what they want. I just think that it's very, very important that you guys really like, it's not hokey. And again, just because you think it doesn't mean it's gonna happen. We all know that to be an overnight success, you have to put daily action in, but it does. It starts with that source. It starts with that thought. So I appreciate you really kind of jamming on on those topics. I think it was very, very important. Yeah,
0: thought awareness is a number one Habit that you need to get better at. Yeah. Thought awareness. You know, we said before 60, 70,000 thoughts a day. So if you could understand the thoughts that you're having, because this is the way that the success formula works, right? So it goes, my thoughts create my beliefs. My beliefs create my actions. My actions create my results. And if you say, okay, I don't know if I could do this, I don't know if I could do this, your belief is low. Your action is what? Low. Your results then are minimal, if any at all. And then it goes right back into your thought. See, I know I couldn't do it. And it's this vicious cycle versus you're thinking, man, I don't know if I could do this. Remember, you know, you were in jail. Well, oh, nah, that's the old version of me. You're talking to a new guy. I know I got this. I know I add value. Belief goes higher. My belief goes higher. My action's higher. Action's higher. Results get higher. Now, what happens? Goes right into my next thought. I knew I could do it. I knew I could prove him wrong. Let's go. What's next? And so we have to be really self-aware of our thoughts on a daily basis because that's a catalyst to everything else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I'm glad you touched upon that. That dude, that is a vicious uh, cycle by the way. And, And I think we've all been victims to it. But again, what John literally just described, I try to say it as much as I can. The dude went to jail. Right. But, but again, like right now, you know, it's September 3rd. Like, John today, John is not his past, right? Like, we're not going back to the past. You can't go back to the past. You are today, right now, in this very instant. And, like, that's the type of manner that John operates in. That's the type of manner that we all need to adopt and we all need to operate in. You guys are not your past. It's hard to get out of that thinking. But one day when you do, that's when things are going to really start picking up momentum. Uh, And again, John is obviously an example of that you know, and I want to kind of just end off here and and just, um, you know, when it comes to that, the daily work, right? Like how important for you is mastery in your eyes, whether it is, whether it is again, you know, you told yourself you had five things to do. Did you do it? Or, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do this speaking thing. Yeah. But let me just be a, a professional. Let me be a master at my craft. Like, how important is that in, in your work, in your business,
0: in your life? Yeah, I, I, so I think it's huge, but I, want, I don't want people to get confused between mastery and perfection. I think a lot of people get confused with that, right? They got to be perfect, got to be the perfect time, has to be the perfect speech. They need to stop chasing perfection and start chasing progression because progression is – way different than, than perfection right when people are trying to be perfect and you aren't it creates shame it creates guilt and now you get into the cycle again and so mastery is huge like if, if you want to help people to the deepest level you got to have complete conviction that what you're saying works complete certainty that it works and the only way for that to happen is for you to if you're in sales role play right like if anybody's in sales my key to sales is this two things one is your life is proportionate to the quality of questions you ask yourself. And in sales, your income is directly proportionate to the quality of questions you ask your clients. Number two in sales, you want to increase your pay, increase your role play. So those two things itself, like if I'm all about mastering me, man, like if I can master my habits and I can master that, then the rest of it will follow, right? Everything's an extension off of the self-mastery. And so once I have the self-mastery, everything else is an extension. So mastery is huge. Um, but I pay more attention to progression um, than I didn't master it. I can't do, go do it. Correct? So, so like, I don't want people to be like, I can't do it until I master it. Sometimes the best way to master it is to go out and do it and fall on your face and see what you need, need to do differently, right, yeah. starting before you're ready. So, so here's, here's what I want to just give to everybody. Mastery. Is awesome, it's beautiful, man. I remember because I used to be a very angry person, right? Have a very, very high temper, go back to the Italian and the jersey in me. And I used to lash out and, and be really, really bad with anger. And I had this new process called three, two, one. And it took me two years to quote unquote master it. Right? Quote unquote master it. If I was trying to master it right away and I didn't get to it, I would have said, F it, I'm done, I'm not even gonna try it anymore, and get right back to some old habits. So don't Sit there and not take action if you haven't mastered yet. Get your foot in front of the other and start taking your steps. And through that, you will create mastery, right? And so it's, it's preparation, it's action, pivot, prep, action, pivot. And it's just this cycle, this cycle. So uh, be obsessed with progression, not perfection.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. That was very valuable. I love the uh, – well, it's true too, like that whole notion of like, Look, dude. Sometimes you just gotta fall on your face. Like that cannot be more true, um, especially in the this context. In you know, you you had alluded to sales, especially in sales. If you're afraid to pick up the phone, I mean, you know, just you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. You're just not going. <laughs> you're afraid to make money if you're not afraid. If you're afraid to pick up the phone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, dude, that that was a beautiful uh, way that I would have not even thought about um, alluding to this mastery. So I, I really appreciate that. And a big, big piece of really what I wanted to end on. Um, you know, I told you that, um, my son, he, he's recently been born. Right. Um, and I know that you have a family, I know you have a daughter, so I really wanted to hear, um, you know, what does legacy mean to you? Um, you know, I've heard in, in other uh, podcasts um, you know your daughter being your why and um, again whether that's your legacy whether it's your why like whatever it, you define it as but what does legacy mean to you and then your daughter um, or whatever is gonna motivate you like how does it how does this legacy how does this why how does it help you daily to stick to those
0: non-negotiables man I love this. So I, I'm going to go two, two ways with this here. First off, let, let's talk about how I stick to the non-negotiables because staying committed to your commitments is like literally one of the hardest things to do because they get boring. Yeah. In my gratitude every day, I, look, I'm telling you like you're not going to want to do it every day, working out every day. I don't care who you are unless you're training for uh, a show, but even at that, like you're not going to want to do it calling. You're not going to want to do it. So I bring meaning behind the mundane. I bring meaning behind the mundane. So when my feet touch the ground and it's water I pound, I do that for a reason. I understand the reason. When I put could, uh, shampoo in my hair and I go ahead and say my gratitude, I'm not saying it to, tr- to, to check a box off. I'm saying it because I understand the power on it. So if I ever not want to do my non-negotiable, I say, well, why am I doing this? And I don't always tap into that deep legacy feeling, right? that deep why because that become almost overwhelming. And it's like, well, it's just gratitude. It's not going to affect my daughter in 10 years. Right. Yeah. But it's like, it's gratitude. And what it's going to do is propel my day where I'm going to have a call with Mark here. And I could possibly, if I don't do this, not be in the right state. And since I create out of my state, I might not be able to deliver the value I want to deliver. Somebody could be listening and not take an impact from what I'm saying, because I'm not all fully in. So everything I do, man, on a daily basis, if I have trouble doing it, I bring meaning behind it on how it's gonna affect the rest of the day, right? The ripple effect. Number two, for the why, right? Or for, for for the legacy, should I say. I used to be all about like leaving a legacy. Leaving a legacy. Leaving a legacy. And I was actually asked this question by my mom who saw me for the first time speak. I was speaking in Delaware last year and yeah, she's still in Jersey. So it's the first time she saw me speak. Then afterwards I did a QA for, for the group and she's like I'm going to ask you about legacy. What does it mean to you? In the middle of me answering this, I had a huge breakthrough. And that breakthrough is this. I no longer just want to leave a legacy. I want to live a legacy. Every conversation I have, I want to live my legacy and leave it in that room. I want to create this this legacy on a daily basis because I truly know that when I can leave this legacy, it can only happen if I live it daily. And so whatever that legacy that you want to leave, whether it's creating this generational wealth, whether it's giving an emotion to, you know, the dash on the grave when people walk up to it, whatever it is, realize that the only way to leave the most powerful legacy you can is to live that legacy on a daily basis, no matter what. And so for me, my legacy is simply like, I want to A, give the most powerful word in a human vocabulary to everybody, hope. I'm going to give hope to every single person, no matter what the hell you're going through. There's a way out. You don't need to suffer. You can create greatness no matter where you stand today. And then number two is I want to be able to provide a generational legacy that when somebody hears the last name Marone, it's a different thought than they used to have. Every successful person that we know, Mark, somebody in their family, it might even be that person, put their foot in the ground and said, I'm not letting my last name be remembered for this. I'm changing that. And I wanna be that guy. I wanna take pride in that. So when my daughter grows up, it's a different experience for her. And I also want the legacy to be like, no matter what you go through, my daughter looking at me, that greatness is inside of you, but you got to exert it every single day, right? You got to put it out there every single day. And so for me, man, legacy is simple. I don't only wanna leave it, I wanna live it on a daily basis, on a conversational basis giving you hope that wherever you're at, you can get through giving you tools and strategies. They'll actually be able to put into action and get you there and give you the opportunity to live the best life you possibly can all through a quick 30 minute podcast, all through a five minute conversation, whatever it might be.
1: Yeah.
0: Dude, you just dropped the hammer, man. Like for real, that was, uh,
1: that was awesome. That was highly, you know, you just, and you said it too. Like I want to be fully engaged in, my conversations every single day. And like those small things that like, to be honest, before I came on here, I hit some breath work for five minutes because I was, I I needed to change my state and you literally just changed my state. And I'm sure you probably just changed everybody's listening state because I've never in my life heard legacy defined in that way of like breathing it every day. Like it's not when we're, we're gone. It's, yeah, but what are you doing today for that? And how are you representing you? Dude, that was incredible. Um, so I appreciate that. And I'm sure everybody listening um, just got a tear to their eye, just got motivated for the rest of their day. Like that was power. That was power behind that. Um,
0: and really want to be able – Wait, real quick because I, I do want to throw one more thing out there. I do appreciate yeah. it. And and I want everybody to just hear hear when I say this. Two things. One is like – I kind of want you being selfishness. Like I, I want you to, to see the change that you've made in people by living your legacy daily, because it's only going to help you live it more often. And another reason why I say live your legacy now, there's so many people Mark right now that are like, okay, I got time to create this legacy. I got time to create this legacy. And they wait and they put off the action of hiring a coach, put off the action of spending time the way they need to spend time. They put it off because they think they have time, to leave this legacy not realizing that it's your daily actions like you said and we talked about that when you live it you could leave it yeah so get to it
1: right dude i appreciate it i appreciate it. how can we um how can we tap into you man where where can we go to to check out more of your content
0: yeah absolutely man and i want to say thank you for the opportunity again uh good easy conversation i love these kind of flowy conversations so i appreciate it um so you guys could find me on Instagram at Real John Marone. Uh, so it's at Real John Marone, and last name is M-A-R-R-O-N-E. Facebook, you set up John Marone. My YouTube, youtube.com forward slash John Marone. Just search my name, you can find it. Uh, my podcast, like you mentioned before, Power of Progression. I have solo shows. I also have some amazing guests on like Trent Shelton, Lisa Bilyeu, Eric Thomas, Hal Elrod, the list goes on and on. Uh, but any podcast platform, power of progression. And then lastly, I want everybody to slide into my DMs. Like if there's something you're struggling with or maybe even a breakthrough that you had, I want to hear it, right? Once again, going back to legacy, like I want to be selfish, I want to hear it, but I also want to breathe life into something that you're doing great and help you cultivate whatever it is you're trying to create. Um, and so hit me up on the DMs at Real John Marone on social media, slide into the DMs on Instagram. You could also go to my website, johnmarone.com. If you're looking for a speaker or coach, all the stuff is there. Perfect, man. Perfect. Yeah, guys,
1: I'll have all of that in the show notes here um, so you guys can have access to him and, and really link up with him. And Hey, <clears throat> let's be honest. I mean, when people extend invitations, um, you know, sometimes they are not accepted and, and they just kind of get thrown out. Like he just told you, if you're on a high streak, hit him a DM. If you're at a low point, hit him a DM. Like, You don't get that very often where guys just welcome it. So guys, take advantage of not only that invitation, but then take advantage of the insights that he'd be able to give you. Um, Because obviously from this podcast, this is
0: just a glimpse of the stuff that he does every single day with all of his clients. So there you have it, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. Um, I wanted to share that with you. You know, I get interviewed probably on about seven to 10 podcasts a week, and that's only because I limit it to that. Um, and this is just what I wanted to share that was done very recently. Um, and I think that there's a lot of value you could take away from it. And we've talked about a lot of this stuff that we went over um, on the Overnight Success podcast that I was just interviewed on. But what I want you to do is... is Take a listen to that again if you were driving or whatever it might be, and really take notes because we talked about a lot of things in there that can transform and evolve your life, and that's what it's all about, and we'll continue to dive deep into things that are holding us back on these podcast episodes. We'll continue to call you out on your bullshit, um, but, but most important, we'll continue to be there to give you the actionable tools to make sure you're better today than you were yesterday. So if you've liked this episode, share this bad boy out. If you got value from it, write a review. Um, And also go ahead and and make sure you do the number one thing, which is implementation of the information. And last but not least, as I talked about in his podcast, there's opportunities for you to get into our coaching company and and for you to work with, whether it's the evolution experience or maybe it's just a course that I have, depending on where you're at and what's the best fit. um, Maybe it's the one-on-one, which is very exclusive, But I I want to hear your story. I want to know your situation. I want to hear what some of those goals are. Also, I want to know what those struggles are. And so through a conversation that we have, we could definitely uncover and unpack all of that and give you that roadmap, give you that GPS to where you want to go. But we're coming up here in the last quarter of 2020. Let's set that strong foundation for you to crush the rest of this year and set yourself up for massive success like you've never had before in 2021. So you can go ahead and you can email me, you can slide into my DMs, or you can say, fuck it, it is time for me to truly take my life into my hands, live on my terms, and stop sitting on the sidelines, and start truly taking action, and make the decision to go ahead and join a coaching experience that will evolve you in every area of life, creating more impact, more integration, more income, and everything else in between. So if that's you, if you're ready, and you're like, I don't even need to talk to anybody, it's, it's go time. Ain't no time, but now. Go to johnmarone.com forward slash evolution. johnmarone.com forward slash evolution. Get out of your own way. Get off the sidelines. Sign up, and we can book our first call from there. And once again, it's a one-on-one call, that first call. You get three of them in that evolution group. If you do have any questions, reach out. Otherwise, hopefully you've taken the value. Hopefully you're going to take action on whether it's the coaching program or it's just the value that was in this podcast. But no matter what, I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Keep crushing it. Keep creating the ultimate version of you. I'll see you guys next week.